and this is Mombi, a paranormal podcast, where I bring you a new story of the paranormal each week. So grab your coffee, wine, or drink of choice, and let's go. What would a girl want more in this world than a voice so smooth and sultry that she could lure ships full of men to their death? Maybe being able to eat all you want without getting fat, but the voice thing is definitely a close second. I'm just kidding. Tonight, we are going to be talking about sirens. And I don't mean the tornado kind. That's an Oklahoma joke from the middle of Oklahoma here. Okay, so let's get into tonight's story of sirens. Liz, aren't sirens like just mermaids, you might ask? But the answer is no. They are more than that. So buckle up, buttercup. Let's get into it. Sirens are thought to be related to the regular old mermaid, but they have a special power, like a superhero. Well, more like a supervillain. They can lure sailors with a hypnotic song to their rocky shoreline, where the sailors then die. It is a little murky, pun intended, as to what causes the death of these sailors. But we will get into that in a little bit. Let's talk about the origin of the siren first. So, the siren's origin story. Sirens in Greek mythology were born from a muse and a god, though the exact muse or mother and god or father of the siren is up for debate. Some think that one of these muses, Terpsichore, Melpomene, or Calliope, were the most likely mothers, and their paternity was likely from the sea god Phorcys or the river god Achilles. And I don't speak Greek, so those are roughly pronounced. Very roughly. Interestingly enough, they were actually depicted in Greek mythology as half-bird, half-women creatures. So the story goes two different ways. I will tell you both. Um, Both start with the sirens being either besties or servants to Persephone, but then she was kidnapped by Hades and taken to the underworld. The first story says that they asked Demeter for wings so they could fly across the seas to find Persephone and bring her home. The other story goes that Demeter, who was mad that the sirens didn't protect Persephone from Hades, cursed the sirens and turned them into these creatures. Sirens are described as predatory deadly creatures who draw men to their deaths with a song. It is said that no man can withstand the songs of the sirens. Odysseus in the Odyssey reports finding two sirens who lived between Aea and the rocks of Scylla. Other stories talk about there being three to four sirens. These sirens live on three small rocky islands close to Naples. The Romans called these islands Sirenum Scopuli, Scopuli, yeah, again, I, I don't speak any language other than English, unfortunately, I really wish I did, so I am not good at pronouncing these things, so I'm going to apologize for that part in, in advance. Um, so was this a pretty tropical paradise? Nope, it was described as an unnerving image of rocky islands surrounded by the bones of the men who couldn't resist the siren's song. Some of these bones were said to still have rotting flesh hanging from them. I bet that smelled super lovely. Mm. So the Greeks described 
and depicted these creatures as half-women, half-bird creatures. They get into that a bit more now. Some stories and art depict them as birds with the head of a woman. Other stories depict them as having the upper half of a beautiful woman with the legs and wings of a bird. You can, of course, check out my Instagram or Facebook group for the pictures of these creatures. Um, It's definitely an interesting image for sure. It is not what you think of when you think of sirens. Uh, I can tell you that for sure. Um, On a side note, I did find that Asian culture also has a story of a bird woman. Anthropologists say it was referred to as a soul bird and was a ghost with wings that would lead others to share the same fate they had suffered. I just thought it was interesting that they also had a story of a bird woman in Asian culture. So the image of the siren seems to evolve over time. At first, they were the bird bodies with human heads. Then the description of them changed to the half woman with the wings and the legs of a bird. At some point during the medieval times, they shed their wings and feathers and traded them out for scales and a tail. There is also one story that in the 9th century was when this transformation occurred and was caused when a confused illustrator misunderstood the person describing these half-women, half-bird creatures and instead drew them as a half-woman, half-serpent creature. The funny thing about this is it didn't match the text which actually described in the story a half-woman, half-bird creature, but the illustration was a half-woman, half-serpent. So that was probably confusing to people reading the book who spoke the native language and read that language. But by the 14th century, their evolution into half fish, half woman creatures was complete. And this is how they have been described since then. The Northumberland bestiary actually lists sirens as part human, part bird, and part fish with amphibious webbed feet. So basically, the idea of the siren, its genetics, its look, its location, it's kind of all over the place. So what do sirens do? Well, sirens are thought to have a few superpowers. They have their iconic voices. They can also play the lyres, flutes, and pipes to accompany their songs. That's right. These sirens, they're not an acapella group, okay? They got accompaniment to go with that. They can play instruments as well. All right. They're double threats right there. So they are also said to have prophetic abilities, shape shifting abilities, and they are telepathic. But apparently they are also liars and will tell you what they need to to lure you in. Now let's talk about the Siren's song. That's what they're most known for. Sirens are said to have heavenly smooth honey voices that they use to lure unsuspecting men into their islands. So, what do they sing about? Well, Homer says they promised knowledge, both of the past and of the future. I thought it would be something else they promised, but apparently it was knowledge. Now, apparently, if a man hears the song of a siren and escapes with his life, the sirens will then die. Seems a bit dramatic. But okay. Now, I do have a fun fact. The image on a Starbucks cup is a siren. Now, this might only be news to me, but it was something I did not know. Uh, You know, uh, she's not a regular mermaid because she has the two tails. 
This is the first time I have ever heard this description with two tells. Uh, Also, she is not based on a real person or a real siren. So y'all can rest assured that the Starbucks cup girl, she's not a real siren. Um, She's not one that they like photographed and then, you know, constructed this image based on her. And they're just not giving her any of the money or anything like that. That's, that's not what's going on here. Starbucks is, it's fine. Um, but it is, a, it is not just a regular mermaid. It is a siren. And if you go to Starbucks, I am guilty of partaking in Starbucks. Most of the time, I don't go to Starbucks. I buy the ice brew cold coffee from Walmart. And I just make my own coffee. I just make my own Starbucks coffee at home. But um, if next time you see Starbucks somewhere, Look at the image, and it's actually, if you look at the background, if you've never looked at it before and noticed this, you can actually see on either side of the siren, it's a tail on each side. It's not like one big tail, it's a tail on each side. So that was something that was new to me. Uh, so how did these guys die, right? These, these men, they got lured to these islands. How, how did they die? What did they die from? Well, that's open to interpretation as well. Some say they died when their ships wrecked on the rocky shores. I would guess they could have drowned if the ships went down. The ship could have exploded because of gunpowder on board or other flammable things. I mean, I don't really know if gunpowder was a thing during this time. I guess I could have done more research on that. But yeah, I definitely did not know anything about that. My theory is that they could have fallen on the rocks and died of traumatic brain injuries, right? Because they're just going along and these sirens are singing and they either steer their ships that way or they jump overboard onto these rocks at the bottom to get to these sirens. So my guess as a nurse would be traumatic brain injuries. That's what I'm, I'm going to just say that's probably how they, they died, probably traumatic brain injuries from falling on the rocks. But some stories say the sirens were cannibals and lured the men in so that they could eat them. But I don't think they were actually human, so I'm not really sure if the right term is cannibalism. I mean, I was thinking about this, and y'all just stay with me because this is where my brain goes to, and I'll just give you all a little insight on how my brain works. But I was reading this, and the thing I could, the first thing I thought about was, if a werewolf eats somebody... We don't say that's cannibalism, right? I mean, like, in his non-werewolf form, he's a, he's a person. So I guess, like, when he was a person, if he ate somebody, like, I'd call that cannibalism. But if he's full werewolf form and he actually eats somebody, I don't think that's cannibalism because the guy's not eating the person the werewolf is. And the werewolf is a monster. So I, I don't think I would consider that cannibalism. I mean, do, do you? I don't know. That's just, that is literally where my brain went for like 15 minutes the other day. I was trying to decide whether or not sirens eating people was cannibalism or if it was more like if a werewolf ate somebody and it wasn't cannibalism. So welcome to my mind. It's, it's weird here sometimes. It's fun. You never know what way it's going to go, but sometimes it gets weird. All right, so now the most popular story of the siren, we'll get off of whether or not monsters eating people is cannibalism if they're some poor form human at some point in time. 
the most famous appearance of the sirens was in Homer's Odyssey. So Odysseus was going to have to pass by the home of the sirens. Circe, knowing about the sirens because she lived on the island close to them, wanting and she really wanted him to succeed in this journey. So she told him to put beeswax in all the men's ears. This would prevent them from being able to hear the siren song. A fun fact about the siren song is used to describe something that is hard to resist, but will end badly. So I'm going to start using that when I think something is a bad idea. But yeah, so if you hear me tell you something as a siren song, just know it's because I think it's a hot mess and it's going to eventually fall off the tracks. Okay, so now you know where I'm coming from on that. Okay, so back to Odysseus. He is preparing for the sirens and has all his men put beeswax in their ears. I wonder if this is where the phrase none of your beeswax or mind your beeswax comes from. Okay, so side note, because y'all know that my brain does this, um, I had to figure out if this is where those phrases come from. And they apparently do not. They actually come from the 18th and 19th century when women would use beeswax to smooth out the disfiguring marks left on their face by smallpox. So by telling somebody to mind their own beeswax, you're literally telling them to mind the beeswax they have on their face, hiding their imperfections. And now I like, the, I like that saying so much more. Anyways, back to the beeswax in the ears. I'm going to try not to get off track too much more, okay? So did a, I'm going to tell y'all, that I wrote this and I researched this one on a lot of cold medicine, okay? We're talking like NyQuil and Sudafed, all right? So I, I'm going to apologize now. This one might be a little more sidetracky than my others are, but uh, I still think it's a pretty fun topic. So now, in s- we're back to the beeswax uh, in the ears, right? So did Odysseus follow this advice? Nope. Instead, he had the men tie him to the ship. This allowed him to hear the siren's song, but prevented him from jumping off the ship to his death. Why did he do this? Because curiosity killed the cat? He wanted to know what the fuss around the siren song was all about. Well, this apparently led to Odysseus's passing by the sirens without jumping to his death, So the sirens then jumped in the ocean and drowned. I guess they can drown. I don't know if they can drown because they didn't complete their mission of murder. Or if they just can drown. Because, you know, in the original story, they're half woman, half bird. So they probably don't fare well with water. Apparently, there's like one other story that I found about the sirens that I thought was kind of fun. Uh, So I guess Hera, I mean, this is not really fun. It's actually kind of morbid in the end. But uh, Hera set up this whole, like, the Greeks got talent show and challenged the sirens to sing against the muses. The sirens lost. So the muses plucked the sirens bald and then used those feathers to make crowns for themselves. That is some ruthless stuff right there. This is the confusing, kind of all-over-the-place story of the sirens, how it kind of evolved through history from, like, a half 
a bird with a woman head to half woman, half bird to a woman bird fish maybe to maybe like a woman serpent to then a half woman, half fish that we know them as now. I did find information um, that it's unknown if being a siren is hereditary. So if your mother is a siren, you might not be. Just wanted to give you that little comfort going forward. Uh, Sirens do, of course, symbolize temptation and desire. The grand conclusion is that if you give into your temptations and desires, it could lead to your demise. So what do you think? Are sirens the evil enchantresses of the mermaid world? Or are they just misunderstood birds? Mm, I guess we'll never know. You know, because after Odysseus went by them, they all jumped in the ocean and drowned. So I guess they're not around anymore. All right, well, thanks for joining me for this week's paranormal story. I'm sorry it got a little off track there with some kind of crazy things again. This episode was brought to you by Sudafed, Benadryl, and NyQuil. Uh, And, unfortunately, COVID-19. Don't forget to go to my Instagram and check out those pictures of the sirens, okay? It's at Podcast. Uh, Make sure to follow me while you're there. Subscribe to my page uh, so that way you kind of see all my little things that I post about my uh, episodes. And let me know what you think about the sirens. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you see future episodes when they upload on whatever media you listen to your podcasts on. If you can on your podcast media that you listen to, don't forget to rate the podcast. I think Apple Media is one of the big ones that does that. But when you rate my podcast and give me five stars, it just helps me to build my audience. And I'm just kind of trying to get this thing off the ground. So I just really have a fun time doing this and my kids really love it. And so honestly, that's why I do these because they love to hear paranormal stories. And unfortunately, not a lot of paranormal stories podcasts that I have found don't have a lot of curse words in them. And so um, I do sometimes go into some gruesome details. I try to give a trigger warning if I go into really gruesome details. Uh, But I really do this so they can listen to a paranormal podcast. So if you listen with your kids, if your kids like paranormal stuff, this might be something they might like. You might want to screen it first to make sure that my appropriate for children is your appropriate for children. But you know, if you can watch, if you can listen to it as a family in the car on a trip, road trip, that would be fun too, right? That's what we do. We, we listen to it when we drive to swimming lessons sometimes. So, all right. So, and it's very weird to hear yourself talking on the, on the thing, just so you know. All right. So anyway, uh, follow me on all the social medias at Mombi Podcast and check out my website, mombypodcast.com for episode notes and blog posts. You can also email me your episode suggestions and your personal paranormal stories at mombypodcast at gmail.com. Okay, mombies, until next time, may your coffee be strong and your wine be stronger. <laughs> <laughs>